Welcome to Corporate to Crypto. I'm Ryan Dennis, your host here on the ICO Alert podcast. I am so excited today to have somebody who is an incredible entrepreneur and has already devised, organized, and is leading an amazing event that I've been hearing about everywhere I turn left and right in the crypto world, Coinvention, which is happening August 30th and 31st in Philadelphia, which is an underrated city. And we're going to get into that a little bit, but I would love to introduce my friend, Alex Skaggs. How you doing, Alex? Thanks, Ryan. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me out. Uh, I'm really excited to be here with you and you know, talk about Coinvention and the projects I'm working on. We've been talking about how busy we are, how the crypto world never stops. I'm sure you're busy as heck. First of all, love what I've been hearing about Coinvention. From every single part of my network, I've been hearing people talking about it. From my lawyer, here at ICO Alert, um, CKR Law, we had um, Alexandra Levin Kramer, who's obviously a huge influencer in this space, and for women on the blockchain and diversity and inclusion across financial technology, Paul McNeil and some other people, and, and a lot of people he, here even at ICO Alert were like, hey, are you going to Coinvention? So it's kind of the talk of the town. You're in Philadelphia, and I just would love to hear how you kind of started out with the idea for Coinvention, and, and then I want to hear about you. So Coinvention, yeah, Coinvention started actually in November in Miami. <laughs> a couple friends came up to me and were like, you want to come, you want to throw this event? Like, let's throw a crypto conference. I, I previously, I've been do, doing a lot of work in the music industry and, and throwing my own events, thousand person events. Organizing these things is my specialty, so I have no problem there. And so Coinvention was born. We, we went to Miami, $30 flights. <laughs> and came up with the idea, the name, Coinvention, Coinvention, Coinvent. Perfect example for this industry of what this industry means, Coinvent, Coinvention, uh, you know, blockchain, you know, open source coming together, uh, decentralizing these systems. And, and then it was born, but it took from there all the way to, we didn't sign contracts for the hotel until April. So, you know, Lowe's Hotel got back to us. They said, we got this date, no other dates. And so they only gave us four months to plan. And, you know, we just came and we've, it's a storm. It's been, we've been brewing a storm. Uh, and it's good because everybody's really, really catching on. And, you know, the, the word's getting out there. And I can't tell you how many emails I keep getting about, oh, I want to be a part of it. I want to be, I want to sponsor. I want to do this. I want to be there. I want to speak. Everybody wants to speak. But uh, yeah, it's just like brewing. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, we've, had a, we've heard a lot in this industry about crypto events and how they're either put together shabbily or they're disorganized or they're too expensive or the, the location is in Malta or it's just an incredible, you know, it's just a, a credible just question marks all around it. And I'd love to hear from you as to why you felt confidently about, hey, crypto event, I could do this, I could do this the right way. And where is it today? I would say that you bring up a lot of valid points about you know making sure that these conferences are adequate and um, you know, and putting together something that is quality. Uh, and for us, you know, it was an, it's an easy transition from the music scene. And I, I brought over a bunch of the people I've worked with, you know, who manage production, who manage artist hospitality, who manage the exhibitors, who manage speaker uh, relations. And so it's been an easy transition for us and, and bringing over those same similar systems. Um, 
I would say that our main goal is to put on an event that runs smoothly and sticks to the schedule because we you know we've noticed that you know a lot of these events they don't understand you know the the point or the reasoning for staying to the schedule and they're not good at it we bet we're good at it I, try running a try running a music festival where everybody's drunk and who knows what else and then <laughs> keeping that on schedule you know right. this, this is going to be easy we got professionals and you know as long as we tell them hey get off this get off at this time they get off <laughs> other guys we got to fight with no <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's get into that i mean you, you you have a career where you actually were venturing into the music industry a bit and you know before i leave that point i definitely do want to say thank you for creating a conference that makes sense for us especially for people here in the u.s i saw that you guys mission is to provide an event that's in tune with the authentic cryptocurrency culture at an affordable price in awesome cities so i have to give you credit number one for the affordability everybody thinks that they can make a quick buck when they do these conferences i've seen some terribly disorganized conferences put together at very high prices and then prices change and then they even over invite everybody and then they're overpacked and they're in weird cities. And I love that you're having conferences in, in cities like Miami and Philadelphia, cities where people don't normally think about cryptocurrency to be a hub, even though these are underrated gigantic markets across, you know, compared to any city in the world, right? Yeah. So uh, how did you kind of decide, you know, based on, you know, you, you probably know from the, being in the music industry and, and traveling and, and doing those things in different cities, you know what is a good city with good culture. How did you decide on Philly? Philly, that's a, that's a great question. And Philly is a, you know, Philly's a great city to hold a conference. It's in between DC, it's in between New York City, it's in between Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Rochester, Boston's four hours away, Baltimore's right there. I always forget about Baltimore. Um, you know, it's so centrally located. And what people don't realize is Philly, is also the like the fourth or fifth largest city in America. Uh, <laughs> it kind of goes under the radar there, but it's huge. It really is huge. And then that combined with the close proximity of the East Coast, uh, you know, you got a great location. And for us to be the first, you know, major conference to come in and and debut in Philly and kind of hold that hold that title. I think we got a lot of potential to grow there. And, you know, where, whereas New York City, you hit New York City, you know, you hit San Fran, there's a conference there every weekend. What's the point? Uh, you know, what, why, why do I want to go there and compete? And I'm just going to get overshadowed in, my, in New York City by consensus. And, you know, in, in, in San Francisco, good luck. You're going to get overshadowed by everything. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. You know, if, and retracing a little bit too with, uh, you know, you bring up a good point about these conferences, uh, you know, they're not really well put together or anything. And, you know, and us trying to, you know, us trying to bring in the community and build a, a solid base. And that's the goal of Coinvention. And, and so that's why we have set up like a Coinvention incubator space uh, where we're going to host uh, meetups and businesses for an hour to come in. And they're actually, the beginning of the day is going to start with a hackathon. Uh, you know, well, we have the hackathon on the 30th, but it's going to lead into like a three hour hackathon at the actual conference for attendees who aren't really aware of what a hackathon is to come in and watch these, uh, you know, developers, these, uh, 
entrepreneurs design and build their projects. Um, and, and that's the point. And that's, that's, that's what we want. We want companies and we want Coinvention to come to be where companies come in and, you know, facilitate growth within themselves and maybe come up with new ideas and meet the people that they need to meet to continue working on their conference. Or, I mean, their, their company, their idea. Um, it, that's, that's the point. I don't, th I, I think like from my experience in the music industry, that's what I did with my events. I, I you know, I would hold not, I'd have nonprofits, I'd have workshops. I, we would raise money for, you know, for the nonprofits. We would, we would, uh, you know, build this uh, sense of community and, you know, sense of growth. And that's what I'm really taking over into Coinvention. And what, 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 what I think will set us apart from other conferences is, is that we hope to, you know, build a space for people to grow uh, and not just a space where people come in and shill, shill. <laughs> Let's face it, we now live in a sharing economy. The sharing of private homes, cars, other assets are booming, disrupting the traditional old-fashioned business-to-consumer rental process. For example, freelancers have left stuffy offices and now earn billions of dollars. But yet all asset owners, renters, employers, even contractors are paying outrageous commissions to middlemen and risk being cheated every day. Wono looks to make an end of this. Meet a global middleman-free blockchain-based sharing environment for rentals and freelancing. Share what you have and get what you want from other users. Earn and spend in Wono tokens, avoiding huge commissions, currency exchanges, and hassle. Get rid of the middleman. Earn for yourself. Not for the platform. The token presale starts on the 6th of August with a 30% bonus for early birds. Check out more details only at icoalert.com. Typically, you see a lot of crypto events where, like you said, everybody just wants to speak. But the philosophy of having people there that are going to meet and collaborate and work together and talk about different issues in an organized fashion and having the people that can create and make things happen, those get those go-getters, those movers and shakers is incredible. Running down the list of the people you have coming down to this event is just, it's jaw-dropping. I love it. It also looks like a very diverse group of folks from different countries. There's a lot of women. I see a lot of people of color. I'm just in general, kudos to you for putting together a very colorful event. I want to hear about some of the way that you decided to organize it, right? Being somebody who has had some experience in the music industry as well, you have an understanding of how to make things fun and exciting, the spice of life. So how is this event going to be organized? Because I love the way you put together the agenda. Anybody listening now, open up coinvention.io and check out their agenda page because it's so cool. It's like a moving menu of time that is live and you can kind of scroll around and play with it. It's a fun little widget, but... How did you kind of set up the agenda and, and why is Coinvention different? So we actually, uh, we've, we've set up, uh, we've actually, the agenda is even more updated than that. It, I've been, I've been uh, trying to get my guy to update it, but I, I, which is why I want to talk about it is uh, the, what we've set up is, you know, a first day, August 30th, a hackathon where, you know, people can come in and stop in, check out the hackathon. There's going to be workshops there. Where people can learn a little bit, especially for outsiders coming in. People looking for devs, go to the hackathon. You know, there's there's going to be, you know, devs there that, you know, everybody needs devs. 
Um, they make the world go round. Mm -hmm. uh, and from there, we're going to do, be doing a meetup uh, from 6 to 8 in conjunction with the local meetups, uh, the local Ethereum meetup, uh, the Philly, Philly blockchain meetup, I believe, and uh, blockchain for social impact. Uh, meetup and, and they're going to be facilitating a meetup from six to eight uh, at Elvis here um, and from there we're going to have an eight to ten networking mixer or eight to eleven networking mixer at Midtown Phila which is a beautiful location it is right next to the right next to the venue uh, it, it really like I, I went in there I was like I was thoroughly impressed um, but then that brings me to the next day where we have the all day conference and we, you know, we've, we've separated between panels and our, and our main keynote speakers. Uh, you'll be hearing talks from Nick Spanos, from Tony Lane Cassidy, from Lynn Albrecht, Kevin Owaki from Gitcoin, you know, Simon from IOST, Samson Williams, and of course, Alexander Levin Kramer, which, uh, she's been great. I love working with her, uh, from, you know, you know her. Yeah, she's hard not to love. You know, I know right? <laughs> she's on point. Uh, but you know, something cool—a cool addition I think we've done for the second day—is we've added a live broadcasting uh, booth where our YouTube influencers, you know, and our podcasters, including yourself, uh, you know, we got Crypto Love, Legit Crypto, Ready Set Crypto, uh, you know coming out and they're going to be doing broad live broadcasting for an hour, getting interviews from our speakers and creating content. Um, you know, that's, gonna, that's a major thing for us. And we realize it's a major thing for you guys too, uh, to produce as much content as possible. It, it, it's important. And it's important to get our name out there. It's important for you to get your name out there. And it's important for this scene to you know grow is in the people who are here to grow and then and, and that's and that's one of our main efforts like i said is that we don't want to just grow we want everybody involved to grow um you know and then and then on top of that with the schedule we got the coinvention incubator space which i was talking where we're going to try to facilitate businesses and, and facilitate and increase networking opportunity and uh and hopefully allow them to you know produce something. I haven't been to a conference where there was actually space and people involved to help create content. That is the always, that is always the issue when I go to content um, for conferences or I'm live tweeting or checking out the hashtag during the event. It's usually very sparse, very weird, very quick hitting or just not really valuable. So you wait until after the event to see some good content. But then the event's over, right? And then there's not that much really to say about it a week later. People haven't really followed up on projects. You rarely see people saying, hey, we went to this conference, decided to build something, and here it is next week. You guys have actually created a platform where people can meet and get all the things they love from conferences, but also adding that thing that I think has been missed out on, is the missed opportunity to, for people to collaborate and get these meetings and get these articles and get these videos, podcasts, blogs written for the connections that they've been looking for in the industry and talking to the people they want to talk to all in one room. I think it's brilliant. So kudos to you. Uh, I want to get into how did you come up with the idea to have different people speaking and getting the influencers to actually record live things? I know that you have some amazing content producers coming like Hypercube and 
I would love to hear how you, they got involved. <laughs> From going to another conference and talking to them. <laughs> nice. Having a beer. <laughs> conferences are important. Beers are important at conferences, apparently. They are. They are. You have to, uh, you know, that's how you meet people. And, and yeah, that's, we just, we have a great team. And that's, that's what it comes down to is it, it's impressive what we have put together in four months, like in bringing us all together and the, and the people and the lineup we've put together. And, you know, the really almost the fact that like, you know, we've started, we'd, like I didn't come from the, the crypto scene. So I had to make all these connections and, you know, and, and so did a lot of our team and, uh, but we do have some very influential folks who have been working in the, in the crypto sphere and who have helped us out a lot. Uh, and really it's just word of word of mouth. Uh, you know, we, we connect with one person, they connect us with another, the, the, the actual reaching out to people directly without having that buffer has been, uh, that that doesn't work as well uh it really doesn't people really need to be introduced uh even if that's just through email or something like that um that's what works the best in getting uh getting people out uh you know that just that actual feel that actual connection because when you hit them up directly like so that's it's what which is different from the music scene for us which was something that we had to adapt very quickly was in the music scene I can just contact somebody direct. Like I contact their agent, their agent gets back to me. Yes, they're available. Blah, blah, blah. We work it out. Done. This, we tried that approach for, for a little bit and, and it works a bit with the bigger speakers. None of our actual speakers we, we did that with, but I know that we've got responses from their agencies on some of the the bigger speakers in the in the industry uh in terms of like okay like here this is how much it is blah 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 um but in general you know this is an industry where people just want to be there and just want to be out but they don't want to be like they don't want the cold it creates this element of unfriendliness it, it creates this not early create because everybody's emailing you shill stuff so when you email somebody saying, hey, come speak, they don't necessarily respond because they think it's like a shill or they're, you know, they're not. So they have to get that warm welcome. Um, and that's kind of how we've brought in everybody, just building that network. So make introductions, make friends, introduce people to who they need to meet. You know somebody in your network, be open to it. It's obviously doing really well for the connections that are going to happen here at CoinVention. So real quick, I would love to hear about your story. Let's get to know you real quick, Alex. Can you please tell me what the heck you have been up to the past 10 years and how you discovered crypto and blockchain? And you know, obviously you're talking about building a, a conference where I think it'll be great for anybody who's not into crypto. So if you're listening to this and you know this is not really a technical interview and you want to get into blockchain, you want to get into the crypto space, the, low, the lower the barrier of entry, the better from my perspective, this is the kind of event you might want to check out if you want to actually get introduced to the space in a friendly way because it's put together by somebody who obviously was in a different industry. So Alex, what, how did your career kind of end up? Can you give us a quick story about where you've been? Yeah, so 
around like I guess around 2013, I I came in to the music industry. I, I was going to festivals and concerts a lot. You know, before that, I worked construction. I was uh, I was the lead guy on a, on a crew. You know, handled my own crew. I was only 21, which was kind of cool. But um, but yeah, from there, I, you know, I, I got a call like, hey, do you want to work on this festival with me down in down in uh, New Jersey? And I was like, sure, like, why not? I don't want to be doing this all my life. So I came down, I, I ended up like, I ended up, I was supposed to be taking a small role. I ended up basically taking a, a large role because so, I, when I get involved in stuff, I'm like, I have to get shit done. Like, I'm like, I, I, this needs to be done right. You know, if it's not done right, you know, it's not done right. And that's not good. <laughs> um, and then that just started my music career. You know, that ended up being about a 2,000 person festival. Uh, you know, I entered in on the second year, but uh, we really pulled it together, me and this uh, one kid, Tim. Um, oops, getting a, somebody's calling me on Messenger. Uh, so we, we put it together, and that one we put together in about six months, and, and it turned out great. Everybody loved it. I decided after that event that I needed to go my separate way and I started a company called We Present. That company, I, you know, with the idea of We is like, and that's kind of like where, what I'm bringing over that, that same feeling of like We, um, you know, that company I ran events and, and our, the events we ran were very like social impactful social friendly like uh you know we had good we had good vibes to the ideas that we were trying to portray for example one of our main event was uh called ode to earth uh i mean it's still going on but uh it's an earth day celebration we had workshops we have nonprofits come out we have live painters we have fire spinners we have two stages uh it, it's a great event you know, and it's great to get the, you know, it's great to spread that message uh, of Earth. Our other event, it was called Empress Rising, uh, you know, and that was basically an all-female event. Uh, it, it, it was good. It's good to, like, see lineups where, you know, 90% of the, the, of the, the artists are women. Uh, not, to, not, all of, not all of them are women. We can't, we can't get rid of all the men. But, uh, you know... It, some kind of resemblance there and then what we did is we did the workshops we did the nonprofits. you know it was a good it was a good event it's good to spread that awareness our workshops were like female empowerment workshops you know stuff like that um yeah good stuff we, we had a bunch of other events we did one at the museum of sex that was we did a couple there actually that's that, an awesome museum <laughs> yeah you've been yeah yeah, no, it, it is a pretty awesome museum. We, you know, you've been on the bounce house then, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, man. We had, we, we had about it. We sold that out. We, we, that, wow. that was wild. We, that was actually our first event as a company. <laughs> wow. uh, we, we, I, somehow I got introduced to the guy who was managing the events there. And, and we, like, he didn't really understand what we were coming in to do. And I don't think I like, I think I kind of like wasn't super clear because I kind of knew that I might hit some walls if I fully told them. But basically we turned the whole three, four stories into a festival. We had, we had four stages. We, we, you know, we carried speakers up to the third floor. 
Whoa. And, uh, and yeah, we had like 1200 people there. Um, we had jazz going down in the bar room. We had like house music downstairs. Uh, we had like bass music on the third floor. We did workshops there too. Uh, this wonderful woman Val did like a Kundalini rising workshop. Uh, we had, you know, we had a flute meditation. We had a magician. It was pretty wild, but they, they were not happy with that. <laughs> they were, they, not, not that they weren't happy. <laughs> Like they loved us. The the staff loved us. The actual museum loved us, but they they weren't expecting what we did and nobody's ever done anything like that before. <laughs> they're like they have these like, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars worth of uh millions of dollars worth of art everywhere. <laughs> yes. And so in the bounce house was open, the maze was open. <laughs> Man, you're an un you're an unconventional dude. I like that. I, I like what you're doing. I, mean I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I I don't let walls like stop me. And and I really want to bring that over to Coinvention. And and I think you know this is our first one, but we're gonna just keep devising ways to uh, build the networking ability of the attendees and spread information and uh, you know improve it beyond just here's the sponsors. Here's the speakers. Here's the exhibitors. Have fun. You know, we want to we want to do more than just the basics. Well, you heard it here first. Coinvention, August 30th. You got the hackathon. That's a free event. There's gonna be actual blockchain devs there. Come on, what's the most valuable resource in crypto? The next day, August 31st, Coinvention. Actually, the tickets are under a thousand dollars. I can't believe it, man. The general admission, I think, at last last minute would be three fifty. Um, and you even had an early bird for 200 and now it's 250 ending, I believe Friday, August 24th. So if you're listening to this, this is an affordable crypto ticket and your ticket to potentially creating content with high level influencers in the game right now. I think this is the kind of event that could actually boost your company five years in one year after these connections have kind of, you know, after you've collaborated with some of these people here. I mean, you could really advance your startup just by attending an event like this and having an opportunity to create content there and do it differently. Great city like Philly. He can build houses. He can build buildings. He can build music festivals. I have confidence you could build a crypto event. That will be fun. <laughs> I'm really excited. Alex Skaggs, Coinvention. Appreciate your time, man. Have a good one. And, and I'll see you in Philly. See you, man.